This episode is presented by Comics and Gaming Magazine, found at cgmagazine.ca, and brought to you by noblenight.com, where out of print is available again. Buy, sell, and trade RPG books at noblenight.com. Throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who have embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors with dice and not a lot of common sense in various role-playing games. Today, legends are told from the tales of our terrible warriors, an unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts as they come together to save the day in... These warriors are terrible. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Hey everybody, welcome out to These Warriors Are Terrible. Tonight, it's going to be a very interesting game for us folks, but I want to be able to talk to some people. I'm Steve Snowball Sailor, and of course, this game, uh, this episode is sponsored by NobleKnight.com, where Out of Print is available again. And I've got some really cool people playing the game with us today. This is going to be another one of those celebrity guests kind of uh, show today. But this time, instead of being in L.A. or whichever we decide, or Hamilton, whenever we record these, we're actually in Toronto. Mm. Yes, of all places. So uh, first off, I want to introduce uh, a, f- a fellow Terrible Warrior, my cohort in crime. Uh, who's been with us since almost the very beginning. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, oh, hi. Yeah, this is yes. right. My name. Yeah. Justin. Name? Uh, Justin Eacock. Hello, everyone. Hey, hey yeah, hi, Justin. This is wonderful. This is going to be great. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> one has ever applied. We don't, we don't actually applaud. I've never even applied. It's amazing. Yeah, cool. Oh, uh, and then kind. we have some uh, amazing guests with us today. We have uh, some people allegedly. from. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> All right, from Justin. the improv comedy troupe here in Toronto, Bad Dog Theater, who always performs at the comedy bar live. Every week or every month, there's always something going on with these. Yeah. So first, I'll uh, say, introduce yourself. Okay. Well, I'm Molly. Uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> great, great intro. So confident. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. And then we have. Hi. Uh, my name's Ted Hambly. Hi. Hi. And then we also have. And I'm Sean Murray. Shit. My last name is Davis. No. No. <laughs> no. Sorry. No, no, it's all missed, gone. Missed the boat. Yeah. Right. Missed yeah. the boat on yeah. that yeah. one. Exactly. So now the reason why you three are here is because you do an amazing show that Justin and I have seen uh, twice now. It is, uh, well, it's seasons one and two of it. It's called D&D Live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously for obvious reasons, we wanted to have you guys on uh, just just the name alone. But for those who obviously don't know about D&D Live, why don't you explain what D&D Live is? Well, uh, so we just combined basically uh, improv and Dungeons and Dragons and role playing in general lend themselves so well to each other, uh, and it's and I it's something that I wanted to do since I was in high school because that's when I started doing both, and I was like these are the same thing. Um, yeah, just the only difference is the audience. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we j- basically just uh, tried to uh, tailor some of the mechanics in D and D to incorporate an audience and make it as a so, yeah, we tried to just take out all the kind of, like, slow-paced stuff and really boil it down to, like, just action-packed uh, uh, comedy live uh, unscripted theater. Yeah, so we get, like, ten uh, great comedians up there on the stage, and we have a 
great big red D20 that we hand out He's to the giant. audience. It's uh, like a basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a member of the audience beans it off the head of oh another member. Oh, my God. It's carefully constructed to do minimum damage to uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, Just uh, don't throw it overhand like that one guy. Yeah. Yeah, so so we uh, we get to do an improv adventure uh, where none of us know where it's going because it's all going to be up to the dice and whether or not, uh, you know, there's a critical hit or a terrible failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's it's fun. The audience gets to ride along with this story and meet these characters just like a, a, a player would playing Dungeons and Dragons, but they get to share it with this room full of people in, uh, in this comedy show. And usually ending in a ridiculous cliffhanger. Take yeah. you on yeah. into yeah. the yeah. next week. You have to come back. And I mean, for me, it was uh, what Molly said starting with improv. It went the other way for me where I, I was in... Uh, high school, and we sort of formed our improv team. We were doing our thing, mm-hmm. and it was a history teacher, uh, Mr. Badger, who told <laughs> us, hey, you guys are, like, doing this game, and it's basically exactly like Dungeons & Dragons. So I'm now picturing that you and your friends are Franklin. And, yeah, yeah, uh, right. So we stayed after school, and we went into the history room, and this is the guy who wears, like, Scottish kilts all the time, yeah. and he was our dungeon master, and he put us through Advanced Dungeons oh God, & Dragons. Wow. And it was, like, the Castle on the Mount classic campaign where yeah. we're out in, like, an orc mine, and we're just terrified and lost and we had to do our own maps and oh, and awesome. when characters would die and they would die he would take our character sheets and <laughs> rip, rip them up <gasps> in front of us <laughs> just laughing <laughs> just laughing like a maniac yeah, the whole time slowly and too right like, a, just we went contact. to Mr. Wilson and we got Mr. Wilson to join up with us to help us defeat Mr. Badger but Mr. Wilson went to the teacher's lounge and he worked behind our backs to create a, <laughs> a conspiracy where he ended up betraying us and murdering half our team as an evil wizard wow um, geez. Well, and, like and this was my introduction to Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. but it was, uh, but it all started. Well, through now improv. I'm gonna now I'm gonna have to come up with a new adventure. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, damn! What quickly happened was our improv team wasn't that great or successful as an improv team, but we were really great and successful as a Dungeons and Dragons mm. group, mm-hmm. and we. To this day, we still meet together every oh, few months, awesome. and we're still playing. And maybe we're not playing together, but we're playing with different groups. We're still role-playing. And it started, though, through improv. That's awesome. yeah. and, uh, and so then when I saw Dungeons & Dragons live, it was like full circle. I was yeah. like, yes, yeah. there yeah. we are, back yeah. to the start. That's what there, we are, want. there are at least a couple of players on D&D Live that I play Dungeons & Dragons with uh, aside, like, uh, like off stage. And it's really fun sometimes to see that, like, okay, we can, like, key into this thing that we both know from our D&D right. campaign that we can sort of secretly secretly communicate right. on. And, like, oh, yeah, you know what that means. Cause well, I mean, it's no lie. We slam Dungeons & Dragons a lot on oh, Terrible we Warriors. Because yeah. we've played well, all these... Well, that's because you're stupid. Yeah. Well, so. we've played other... <laughs> we've played other... That's the better word. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And what it came down to is there's a lot of complications with, with Dungeons & Dragons yeah. rules, and we've yeah. played other that's games that, that fit the format of the show a little better. Uh, but there's something about, though, returning to the familiar of, of, of D&D. Like, it's yeah. just, it's so... Yeah. It's so classic. It's, everything such, else it's is the based bedrock on it. that yeah. everything else mm-hmm. comes exactly. from. So it's, it, you know, everyone kind of gets it. Plus, yeah. playing with Sean, which, which uh, probably uh, everyone listening will, like, discover as we're going, is super easy because mm-hmm. uh, this is actually the first time I've ever played with Sean where I've 
done a character sheet and these character sheets are still not even like fully uh filled yeah, in it was pretty pretty slapdash yeah. 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 sean's just very yeah. good at uh res- like i don't know he knows how well, these games work yeah. he's good at responding to just if you're like oh i want to do this then he's like yeah, yeah. okay we'll make well, that work which also yeah. lends itself so perfectly to sean is our dungeon master when we do it live yeah. and it lends yeah. itself so perfectly to that because but that's that's also mm-hmm. like a great thing about D too is that it is all improv no matter what yeah. it is like you yeah. play yes you, like you get to you commit to a character and you just go with the fly whatever it is it's not nothing really scripted uh, at all, and that's like I remember when Justin told me about D and D Live. Uh, it, like it was like immediately, I was like, I got because we were in the planning stages for doing this show. Oh, cool! When uh, when we had heard when I first went to go see D and D Live, I was like, you know what? This will be considered research. Oh, yeah. so because I wanted to see like one, uh, I, I was like so scared. I'm like, oh shoot, are they gonna do the same thing as what we do? And like, I have no idea. But seeing D and D Live was like it was completely an amazing. Lot, oh, it was such a great show that I Yay. loved seeing. Thank you. Because so it, it combined, like, I love stand up comedy. I love uh, improv. I did do a little bit of improv back in the day, but I was like, I was okay. I didn't really want I, it, didn't have the passion enough to pursue it uh, as mm-hmm. much as I, wa- I wanted to. But um, it was great just being able to see that. I'm like, oh, these guys, these guys get it. Like mm-hmm. you, you're like so in depth with uh, with your D and D knowledge, but you're also keeping it simple for that those who had never played D&D or barely yeah. remember playing D&D can still get into the show just because of the comedy aspect as well. Yeah. And there's another uh, big layer on D&D Live, which is that uh, the whole campaign is set oh, in right. the realm That's of cool. Toronto, mm-hmm. yes. which is the like fantasy version of Toronto. So there are all these uh, jokes that you can kind of go to yeah. of like, okay, you're in the tomb of Eton. Uh, and yeah, the shrine with, with, with the shrine of Aldo. Yeah, the shrine of Aldo is <laughs> down there, and like it's it's a whole other layer yeah. that audience members who might not really get the like mm-hmm. I, magic missile, the darkness mm-hmm. uh, joke. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they, but you get the parody of Toronto. And yeah, you, get, you know, exactly. you got a little orchigal. Yeah, we tried yeah. to make yeah. it as a as a accessible as possible mm. so that while, it's not like... While still making these jokes that we all as, as big old nerds want to hear, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. And what I like too is that even the audience gets involved. It's like, okay, where do you want us to go? And the audience will shout out whatever oh, area. Oh, that's one of my that's favorite amazing. things yeah. about the game too. Yeah, that... Or sorry, about the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In season one, uh, Ted and I mm. were both uh, p- p- player characters, PCs. I guess, should we explain like a little bit of the format of how it's set well, up? The way I sure. saw it is it, it kind of worked strangely, exactly like whose line is it anyway, except yeah. the host is the dungeon master mm. and the contestant or the performers are the adventurers mm-hmm. and they happen to also be wearing costumes and are playing personas, Yeah. Uh, but the performers have no idea what the show's going to be yeah. about that day. Uh, the dungeon master has written down, I believe, the, 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 the quests and, yeah. and the outline of where you might go. We have about 30 different locations on our map and each of them has a pre-described quest but in, in a, it. But in the entire campaign you're only going to hit like six of them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Most of it's flotsam. And honestly, like like it is often the case when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, half of the quest gets thrown out the window anyway because the players are interested in something else that's going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I have to say the, the, another one of my favorite aspects of the, the land of Toronto, uh, and for those who are in Toronto, uh, who live in Toronto, or at least you would know of this person, but mm-hmm. I love your villain oh, for yeah. Atlanta, Toronto. Uh, why don't you explain to me, explain to us what has been the villain for the past uh, two seasons? Uh, yeah, sure. The villain has been uh, the great and powerful evil sorcerer Drothbor, uh, played Dr- by Drothbor the Terrible. Drothbor actually. the Terrible. So he's got yes. a little bit of a, uh, he's a got touchstone a with you guys. Nickname yeah. to him. Uh, played by the amazing, I think we can all agree, the amazing oh, Chris yeah. Gibbs, mm-hmm. uh, great, great uh, comedic actor. 
uh, and drop four backwards is actually Rob Ford. Hey, you're spoiling it. Spoiling it. Oh, no, no, no. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, my goodness. It is fun when you figure it out for yourself. It a is. testament to how great Chris Gibbs is, is like he we didn't know just that. pitched, like, and when the first rehearsal, when people were going around, like, talking about their characters, he was like, I am drop four, the terrible. Mm. Uh, and then, like, yeah. And it we wasn't didn't until no, Nobody really figured it out. Yeah. And they were like, oh, drop four, backwards, drop four. And I was like, what? I just realized something. You guys haven't actually added in the crack element to it. Oh, yeah. That hasn't happened. The last thing that happen. happened in the campaign was he had just gotten acquitted. Yeah, the judge was on his side. So he was resurrected. A, <laughs> resurrected from the dead. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and I think just shot a baby at the Sky Dome or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. he definitely, yeah. No, that he definitely shot a baby. Uh, yeah. Was yeah. Yeah. the bad guy, Roger? Roger, yeah. The Demon King, yeah. We have a Rob Ford do some pretty awful things. It is absolutely hilarious. Something that we try to do, though, with our like political commentary is is keep it pretty like not political commentary. Yeah, it's absurd. We don't yeah, want it to take to- over the plot by any means. Yeah, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's pretty totally there. absurd. It's just there as kind of one of our like jokes, sure. uh, yeah. jokes yeah. in hand kind of thing. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, and it's fun to see too. For if you're trying to picture how this looks on stage, it's not just the dungeon master and the performers, but you also have your your non-player characters yeah. that are you know usually dressed in grays and browns and yeah. just They're and they our, play the trees yeah. and the wind is blowing. Are, yeah. That's are, what I was going to. Our Greek chorus form kind of, the yeah. dragons and yeah. uh, the beholders that show up. Yeah, 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 every random character that needs to appear on the NPCs play, which is a super fun role to be. Oh, uh, so Molly and I did that the last run of the show. Yeah, so it was amazing. So yeah, so in so we basically we have like uh cast members that are the player characters, so every episode they they play the same character and mm-hmm. so and like so they're the party, they're the travelers and then uh the NPCs that would usually just be played by like when you're playing a tabletop by like the dungeon master just going in and out all of the voices. stuff that would be in your imagination yeah all the yeah, stuff that exactly. would be in your imagination are like three kind of rotating cast members and uh mm-hmm. and I've Ted and I have done both of those, and it's they're both super fun. Mm-hmm. I like being an NPC. And they're also the characters that tend to be able to interact more directly with the audience and break that fourth wall because yeah. they're describing yeah. directly what you're seeing and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for even the performers, that's your introduction to what you're seeing as well. This is how you're being told, oh, shit, this is what's going to oh, happen now. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's super fun to go out in, like, a stupid voice and then die in two <laughs> minutes and yeah. overact <laughs> as much as possible. And then yep. a scene later, you're someone completely different. Yeah. It's super exactly. fun. Exactly. Super fun. We try to do that breaking the fourth wall thing even with our players yes. where we, where we kind of have this thing where the when a die roll comes up, the player character takes the die and they go out into the audience to choose the scion to hold the die of power. Mm. And in that moment, it's almost like a sort of professional wrestling kind of moment where they're like trying to get someone who's on their side and they're trying to work the audience up yeah. to like, who's going mm. to help me beat this dragon? You. <laughs> hey, you kid, I like that sparkle in your eye. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And then sometimes get like, you are the worst. Stop picking him anymore. Because yeah. 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 there's nothing more nerve wracking than being the audience member the chosen to roll yeah. those dice because it's so random. Like, you, it, like oh, there's I, been many I, times where critical ones have been sure. rolled. And, and then yeah. your first season, you had a bard as one of the characters and he would get yeah, the whole do audience the sing together along. Yeah. and sing along. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rob Norman, he knows how to work a crowd. We also had that in the second season where one of the reoccurring jokes we have is each character has a god who's a Canadian musician yes. and uh, great Liz Johnson uh, her god was Celine Dion so, yeah, she so would my get heart a will of, be go on yeah, yeah, along. Yeah. a bunch of about a 80 nerds in a uh, basement and wasn't room just the aspect of death great. played by Leonard Cohen yes the Grim Reaper Leonard Cohen is the god of death yeah the, actually the only person who I 
at this point is like basically a recurring NPC is Julian Fred and mm-hmm. he did that and it was so funny. Yeah. He also got stuck. There was another joke where one of the characters I think worshipped Randy Bachman. Yeah, Julian had to play <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Julian had to play Randy Bachman and didn't Bachman. know yeah. didn't know anything about Randy Bachman. <laughs> anything about Randy Bachman. Yeah. 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 Wait, did you play his son? Like Randy Bachman's son? They were Tal- summoned, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were like summoned to Earth on top of the ruins of the Tower of Toronto in the last episode and oh, I think wow. it was Celine <laughs> And yeah, Randy, Randy Bachman. Yeah. 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 I played Celine Dion, and I, for some reason, like I was in the green room, like prepping my French accent, and then as soon as I got on stage, I could not remember how to do a French accent, and just was and was blonde, and apparently she's not blonde. <laughs> <laughs> just miss and miss. We got we got a guy playing Randy Bachman who doesn't know who he is. Yeah. 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 yeah, we gotta keep it to Toronto and D&D. Our point, our Once you get out of the city limits, it's just too much. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, oh man, like. I know a lot of you listeners, like, you're, uh, there's a few of you, obviously, that are outside of Toronto. You, know, you won't understand a lot of the jokes that that, uh, oh, that we talk about. But still, <laughs> it's, the center it's, a, it's a great show. And I would, like, I would encourage everyone to be able to contact Bad Dot Theater to see if there's a way to be able to... I don't know. You guys can license it to have it play in your in whatever town the, yeah, our yeah. listeners are in, like because that'll be an amazing uh, show. Uh, but speaking of the show, because uh, you guys are coming back again, yeah, for, yeah pretty soon we for are. season three. For season yeah. three, mm-hmm. when does uh, when does season three start? October twenty third. We kick off uh, as part of the Big City Improv Festival at Comedy Bar. So. Yep. Oh, cool. Nine four five Bloor Street West, Huntington oh, wow. Subway Station. Uh, to station. the Delaware exit. Station. 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 Celine yeah. accent is coming back in. And now I got it, so... <laughs> and uh, what time does it start? And it's 8 p.m., right? 8 p.m.? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, how much are tickets? $12 or $10 if you're a student. Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic. And there are probably packages for the BCIF, too. Yeah, I think oh, there yeah. is. You can buy a... Yeah, know, what's the second show that's playing uh, this time around? Like, is there a second show with you guys? Uh, yeah, like there's a gothic horror show. Is that the one that's after us? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I know. Oh, it's not you guys? With Bad yeah. Dog, I love it. it. On Wednesday nights, it's usually some kind of nerdy themed yeah. show. Yeah. You've I, done, I believe you we've got. Throne of Games. Yeah. Oh, I love Game that one. That was telling. telling. Yeah. yeah, Throne yeah. of You had a, a whole thing on. on um, there was a Star Trek one. Yeah, Star Trek one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they was a Breaking Bad one recently as well. Breaking oh, Bad. They did a Boardwalk Empire one, which is Hogtown Empire, and one with the zombies. Hogtown Empire was one of my shows. I believe this time around, it's a gothic horror improv show that's going to be after. And they're great. Rob, Roger Bainbridge, Roger yeah. yeah, I think. And, oh, so like As someone who's fortunate kind of thing? and privileged enough to be able to live downtown within walking distance of the comedy bar, yeah. it is always uh, hilarious. Oh, yeah. Just sort of like walk in there, cold, and and yeah. even if you can't make it to D and D live, or you happen to be listening to this podcast two years after, and <laughs> and and maybe we've all been killed in a horrible tragic bus accident shortly uh, after this was recorded. You know, right, right yeah. after this was recorded. Um, yeah. Go to the comedy bar anyways. Uh, yes. 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 Walk it in. It, it's usually $10 or less for a ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, bring a 20 and just spend it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you'll get... There's beer there. Amazing, There's beer, yes. There's an actual bar, an amazing show great. every and time. You, you, mm-hmm. you might end up walking into Eggs Benedict. and uh, Or mm-hmm. what was it? Eggs Zeppelin? Eggs Zeppelin. Eggs Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Yeah. 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 And Zeppelin, they're going to be yeah. cooking like, bacon on stage. Probably that's not going to happen to And there's some great, like, even, like, actual, like, full-on... There's some great even stand-up comedians that perform at the county bar. Like, I I remember... I was so upset that I couldn't be able to go see Eddie Izzard when he was... Yeah, sold out pretty quick. Like, I wanted to go see that. I didn't find out to the day of... I got to see Kevin Sorbo rap on stage. Yeah, uh, that's, that's I got priceless. to see Billy West performing another West. podcast yeah. that I'm a fan uh, of. With one Illusion of my favorite Noise. moments yeah, of Illusion all. My favorite moments of all time is, sta- is standing at the bar, the comedy bar, and having like 15, 20 minute conversation with Billy West. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Oh. 
That's so cool. Nice. Um, but yes, I would definitely recommend, uh, definitely not just check out the comedy bar, yeah, but definitely check out. If you end up going to D&D Live, you'll see these people here, and they'll be hanging out at the bar, and you can talk to yeah. them. Yeah. With them. They're all a bunch of nerds, just yeah. like we are. So yeah, where can they be able to find more information cool. about you, uh, you guys online? Yeah, uh, well, I think baddogtheater.com yep. has information on us. We're on Twitter. Uh, oh, no. I think it's <laughs> I think it's just at D-N, like the letter N. D&D and then Live. Live mm. T.O. I think that's it. D&D Live T.O. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Uh, it's uh, D&D I'd Live T.O. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, so you can check that out. Uh, the actual dates, so it's Wednesdays premiering on the 23rd and then October 30th. And then... Uh, nice Halloween show. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, and then November six, six, and then the thirteenth. Yeah, thirteenth. So yeah, every Wednesday, every Wednesday up until the thirteenth. Nailed it. Obviously, not all that information before <laughs> we should say, starting. We should say twenty thirteen, just to clarify. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yes, definitely recommend uh, check that out. And uh, what's the website? Uh, BadDogTheater.com? dot com. Yeah, just yeah. cool. And what's great about so with Terrible Warriors is that next next time our next campaign. It's going to be with these guys. <gasps> what? what? I know, right? I not like we're going to have fun. We're actually going to play in the land of Toronto. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, so stay tuned for that. So even if you can't for whatever reason that you're not able to make it out to D&D Live, you can be able to listen at least a little bit. Hopefully we can capture a small example of what yes. to of be the in lunacy. store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is D&D Live. Visit anyway. the realm. Yeah. So stay tuned for next time for uh, for more of that. And uh, as we like to be able to end all our episodes, uh, this episode is brought to you by NobleKnight.com. Ride of Prince is available again. You can be able to get some great RPG books, uh, including what we're going to be playing next week, which is actual D&D. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. We yeah. never actually played that entire year. We've done the show. This is amazing. So D&D 3.5. Uh, you know, check that out. Yeah. So for these Warriors of Terrible, we have been... Justin, Mr. Ecock, Ecock. Molly Davis. Ted Hambly. And Sean Murray. And I've been Steve Snowball Sailor. As always, we remain obediently yours. Bye, everybody. Bye. You have just listened to These Warriors Are Terrible. Did our terrible warriors succeed in saving the day? Did someone do something completely insane and stun the GM into a stupefied silence for asking if their horse had a mustache? And lastly, did someone get punched squarely in the goodie bags? Also, are there any settings or RPG adventures you would like our terrible warriors to play next? Do you have your own awesome or insane stories of your own RPG conquest or failures? Comment on this episode post. Message us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. Or email us at feedback at thesewarriorsareterrible.com. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck to the floor. For these warriors are terrible.